What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week five wide receiver rankings. So going through the top 36 wide receivers for this week, splitting these players up into tiers. We do have bye weeks kicking in here in week five. So the rankings may be looking a little thinner than usual. You may have to pivot to some options you don't feel great about. That's just kind of what happens here with the bye weeks, plus some of the injuries we're dealing with. Um, any fantasy questions, drop them down below. If you guys are going to hit me with a start-sit question, just give me the scoring format. Helps me give you guys the best answer. I'll also have my running back rankings up today also, but let's dive right into it. Starting off in Tier 1, I just have these top two, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. I think most people would have these as their top two wide receivers. Obviously, these guys are locked into your lineup. Shifting into Tier 2, a little bit of a larger tier here. We're going to have Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Amon Ross St. Brown, A.J. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and Chris Olave. I feel like most of these guys don't need to go super in-depth here. Diggs coming off a huge game. Devontae Adams has been impressive. Amon Ross St. Brown has been very consistent. A.J. Brown, after a slowish start through two weeks, back-to-back really impressive performances. CeeDee Lamb, solid. Jamar Chase, he started off rough, you know, first two weeks. Even though Burrow hasn't played well, he's still been able to give you solid production in week three and week four. We don't know if T. Higgins is going to play in this game. I'd probably lean towards him not playing. I do think I included him in these rankings, but just to kind of keep that into account, if Higgins doesn't play, Jamar Chase could end up seeing a ton of volume here going up against the Cardinals. And then another probably player that people are pretty interested in looking at in these rankings, Cooper Cup. So there's no guarantee he's going to play this week. If he does play, this is about where I'd have him. I think this is kind of a fair spot because maybe he's not fully back. Maybe he needs a few games to settle in because a fully healthy Cooper Cup, right, coming into the season, he was drafted wide receiver three, wide receiver four, maybe even wide receiver two in some leagues. So I'm still hedging a little bit here, but it's not as bad of a matchup as people probably think going up against the Eagles. Their secondary hasn't been great. So if he does play, this is where he'll slot in. And then Chris Olave, he's coming off his first down game of the season, weeks one through three. He was wildly impressive, just hasn't gotten into the end zone. I still think he's very relevant as like a back-end wide receiver one option. Now shifting into tier three, some more solid options here. We have uh, Jalen Waddle, Brandon Ayuk, Puka Nakua, and Devonta Smith, and then also Debo Samuel. So starting off with Jalen Waddle, still very high on him, even though he hasn't come through with like a monster fantasy performance. I think those are going to be coming in the future. Still very high on this Dolphins offense. Then we have Brandon Ayuk. When Brandon Ayuk has been healthy, the dude has been an absolute monster. Week one and week four, those were his healthy performances. Absolutely balled out. Missed week three. And then uh, week two, I think he messed up his shoulder during that game. So when he's been fully healthy, he has been insane. I think he's kind of in this spot here. And a few weeks ago, or even maybe last week, I had Debo ranked ahead of Ayuk because Ayuk was the one that was banged up. That was probably heading into uh, week three where he didn't even end up playing. But now we kind of have the same thing this week now where when they're both playing, both fully healthy, they're probably around the same spot. I just do have Debo a few spots lower because he is banged up um, heading into their game against the Cowboys. Then we have Puka Nakua. And I will say that if uh, Cooper Cup does not play in this game, you can just toss Puka Nakua right up there into those tier one guys. He's a locked in wide receiver one if Cup is out. He's proven that through four weeks, three insane performances, another you know solid outing in a down game. So Puka, even with Cup, I still think he's very fantasy relevant. I wasn't willing to like totally jump on board after like one or two weeks, but after what we've seen through four weeks, it is clear he's incredibly talented. Sean McVay clearly knows how to get him the ball. 
and him and Cooper Cup playing together is going to be incredibly dangerous. So I still think he's like a fringe wide receiver one, even if Cup is back this week. And then wrapping this tier up with Debo Samuel, had a really rough um, week four, seemed like his injuries did kind of hamper him. I still think you fire him up as a high-end wide receiver two. He was still impressive in week two and week three. Um, so he still has that week-to-week ceiling. Now tier four, not a huge tier. Pittman, Garrett Wilson, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and Nico Collins. Kind of a mixed bag tier here. Michael Pittman had his first down game of the season uh, in week four. It'll happen. Anthony Richardson still looks great. Like this matchup here against the Titans. So I think he's a nice mid-tier wide receiver to play. Garrett Wilson. I think you have to feel pretty positive with what you've seen out of Garrett Wilson in his you know start to the season without Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think a lot of people thought Zach Wilson at quarterback would be a death sentence. And even though Zach Wilson played well in week four, he didn't really play well in week one, two, or three. And Garrett Wilson's still been decent for fantasy. So I think he's overachieved even without the quarterback position doing a ton. This is a great matchup here against the Broncos. We saw the Bears passing attack really struggle through three weeks. They went out there, completely torched the Broncos. So this could be a uh, game where Zach Wilson kind of balls out. Garrett Wilson could be the beneficiary of that. If you want to rank him higher, bump him into tier three, I don't think that's crazy. Um, But I do just want to see Zach Wilson put it together another week. I'm definitely rooting for it because obviously we want these weapons to pay off. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, I think he's a nice wide receiver too. Then we have back-to-back Jaguars wide receivers, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. I'm still high on Calvin Ridley. The volume over the last few weeks has been pretty disappointing. So it's not great. Um, He's definitely underwhelmed through four weeks with what I was expecting heading into the season, but I still think he's a wide receiver too, and hopefully he has a bounce back here against the Bills. And then Christian Kirk, aside from that week one game, he has been very impressive uh, through the next three weeks, like him as a wide receiver too. And then Nico Collins, balling out two monster performances through four weeks. Looks like he is going to be C.J. Stroud's wide receiver one, and C.J. Stroud has been very, very impressive to start off his uh, NFL career. Now, moving into tier five, these are going to be like your mid to back end wide receiver twos, getting into your high end wide receiver threes, starting it off with Terry McLaurin. I really like McLaurin as a sell high option, but this is also a really nice matchup here against the Bears. We saw the Bears go up against the Broncos. Both defenses just let the other team do whatever they wanted. I think the commanders are going to have success through the air. Terry McLaurin's going to be their wide receiver one, so he should be the uh, best option here. Then we have Christian Watson. He was limited in his usage last Thursday night. They play on Monday Night Football against the Raiders. That's pretty much like a week and a half from their uh, week four game. So I have to imagine he's going to be at 100%, if not very, very close, also in terms of his usage. He should be getting those starter snaps. Very high on Christian Watson. Like the matchup here against the Raiders, so he's a locked-in wide receiver too. Behind him, we have DJ Moore coming out of that same division. Moore, even with Fields struggling, he's been a solid option for fantasy. Commander's matchup is, you know, all right. Not like a death sentence and not like some smash matchup. So I think this is where he's going to fall in as like a fringe wide receiver two play. This is where I do have T. Higgins ranked. He may not play. Um, This is kind of just where I'd have him if he was playing. You have the Burrow injury, which is really limiting Joe Burrow. And then also if T. Higgins is playing through a fractured rib, you have to imagine he'd not be at 100% of his production. So that's why he'd be more of like a fringe wide receiver too. Then we're going to have Zay Flowers here. Still a solid start to the season for Zay Flowers. Love the way Lamar's looked as a passer. Maybe we'll get some more passing volume in this game. They can take advantage of it here with the Steelers. 
And then the final player in this tier, Marquise Brown. Very, very impressive start to the season. I talked about this, I think it was in the start sit video. I really liked Hollywood Brown heading into the season, but it was kind of like, hopefully he can just give you flexible production through the first however many weeks until Kyler Murray gets back. And then he's going to be Kyler's wide receiver one. And that's when he can really uh, kind of peak in your lineup. He is paying off at his draft price now while playing with Josh Dobbs. So it's great to see if you drafted him. I think he's a fringe uh, wide receiver too this week. Now shifting into the final tier, tier six. This is where we start to feel a little less confident throwing these dudes into my lineup. Pretty sure all these players were listed as fringe options in my start sit video. We're going to start it off with George Pickens. Tough spot for Pickens. I think a lot of people were expecting a lot of volume once Deontay Johnson went down. This Steelers offense is just not it, whether it's Pickett or Trubisky. I don't think you can feel great about George Pickens with Matt Canada there as the OC. He still has that big play upside, you know, can break a huge touchdown, but he's more of a wide receiver three at this point. Then we have Jacoby Myers, and I'd say that if Jimmy G plays in this game, you could probably bump Jacoby Myers up a few spots. If Jimmy G does not play, then you probably drop Jacoby a decent amount. We've seen in the two games he played with Jimmy G, Jimmy was just feeding him um, in those two contests. When he was playing with Aiden O'Connell, he did not receive the same amount of volume. So hopefully for Jacoby Myers' sake, we get Jimmy G back at the uh, quarterback position. Then we have Adam Thielen. I talked about him in the uh, wide receiver start set. People probably are going to think this is low. He's been really impressive, especially um, since week one. Week one was really like his only clunker performance. This Panthers passing attack has just been so bad. Bryce Young averaging significantly under 200 passing yards a game. I just can't list a wide receiver as like a top 24 option when the passing volume is that terrible, unless they're like a Justin Jefferson or a Tyreek Hill. Unfortunately, Adam Thielen is not in that tier of wide receiver at this point in his career. So he's going to be a mid-tier wide receiver three. Um, definitely bumped up from last week, but that's why he's not going to be higher. Then we have Tank Dell. Definitely not jumping off you know, the Tank Dell bandwagon here. He flashed some really impressive performances in week two and week three. I talk about this a lot, but when these rookie wide receivers flash some talent, flash some upside, some potential, we want to take notice of it. He balled out in both week two and week three. He had a down week four. It happens. Nico Collins had the boom game. I still think he'll be fantasy relevant. He looks like he's going to be their wide receiver too. He has that week-to-week ceiling due to his big playability. And like I talked about with Nico Collins, CJ Stroud has been great. So he's a wide receiver three for me this week. Then we have Romeo Dobbs. Three out of his four games, he has put up 18 or more PPR points. He does take a hit now that Christian Watson is back, but I still think he's established himself as their wide receiver two and should still be relevant week to week. Jordan Love also playing pretty well at the quarterback position. Then we have DeAndre Hopkins. Hopefully we're getting some positive injury news um, trending to the Sunday games. He didn't play his full role in uh, week four last week, so that's not great to see. That's kind of why he's a little bit lower here. Hopefully he gets back to his normal amount of routes and can kind of log an overall solid performance. Behind Hopkins, another guy who's not playing full routes, Jordan Addison, still locked into those wide receiver three routes. He's talented enough, and I like the matchup here against the Chiefs, where I definitely still think he's playable as a wide receiver three, but he's not going to be breaking into that wide receiver two territory unless he can uh, overtake KJ Osborne or until he can overtake him, because I do just think it's a matter of time. Uh, before he locks into that spot. Behind Addison, we have the back-to-back Broncos wide receivers, Judy and Sutton. Not a huge fan of the way Sean Payton is kind of distributing all the touches in this offense. You got a lot of touches going to a lot of different running backs. 
The wide receiver usage is a little bit strange. They got my guy Marvin Mims on a, a super low number of routes, even though he's been super impressive. Not a great matchup here against the Jets. So I think both Judy and Sutton are like back end wide receiver threes. And then the final player in these rankings going to be Gabe Davis. Not a huge Gabe Davis guy but going up against the Jaguars. His weekly floor is very low, but he does have a pretty solid weekly ceiling. Obviously, when you're attached to Josh Allen, you're going to have some touchdown upside. And then a few honorable mentions here. Uh, Tutu Atwell, if Cooper Cup does not play in this game, I mean, Tutu Atwell could be considered like a fringe wide receiver too. Um, just misses the cut if Cup is playing, which is kind of what's assumed by these uh, rankings. Also, honorable mention to Michael Thomas, 50 plus receiving yards in all four games. Just hasn't gotten into the end zone, just like uh, Chris Olave. And then Drake London, tough spot with Desmond Ritter at the quarterback position. Had a decent game, got into the end zone in London, but not someone you really love firing up into your lineup. So those are going to be my top 36 wide receivers, plus a few extra honorable mentions. If you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, check out my running back rankings. Thank you as always for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.